Welcome to Energy Efficiency Markets Podcast, where we provide news and analysis about energy efficiency, markets, and trends. Today, our guest on EnergyEfficiencyMarkets.com is Tom Policalis. He's the Nevada representative of the Southwest Energy Efficiency Project, and he has lots to tell us about uh, efforts to water down energy efficiency in Nevada. Be sure to pick up our free newsletter at energyefficiencymarkets.com to get an early jump in prospects and trends from some of the most experienced reporters in the business. That's energyefficiencymarkets.com. Hi, Tom. Thanks for joining me. Lisa, thank you very much for having me. So um, I know there's a few efforts to water down efficiency. Can you tell me a little bit about what's happening there? Well, recently, the... the developments that transpired as of December 22nd was that the Public Utility Commission was taking a look at the resource plan of MD Energy's Southern Nevada utility, which is Nevada Power. Mm -hmm. And the way that we do integrated resource planning in Nevada uh, thus far is that uh, there's the Southern Service Territory and then uh, the North uh, in Reno and uh, elsewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, so the Southern Nevada Integrated Resource Plan uh, had a proposal by NV Energy to expand its energy efficiency programs. Um, Sweep, of course, uh, was looking for even a, a few more to be added in. But uh, to their credit, NV Energy was looking to expand some programs and uh, was uh, going to take a general increase from about $50 million of budget up to $60 million in budget. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, for reasons that were not articulated by the uh, stakeholders in the case, uh, the Public Utility Commission chose to instead drastically curtail energy efficiency expenditures and, in fact, eliminate uh, three very popular cost-effective programs, those being residential lighting, uh, refrigerator recycling, and also high-efficiency pool pumps. Hmm. And so to some extent, we're, we're dismayed by the direction that uh, the Public Utility Commission is going or seems to be moving in. So I want to help bring that to the attention of Nevadans and to the larger audience that you represent mm -hmm. and try to encourage involvement in this type of uh, decision-making. Uh, certainly before uh, the integrated resource plan takes place for the northern part of the Energy Service Territory. So cause for alarm, um, things are not going uh, well uh, at the Public Utility Commission from our standpoint, and uh, a need perhaps uh, for some legislative action to uh, set some goals for energy efficiency targets and to maybe take a look at uh, guidance in changing the way that the Public Utility Commission evaluates energy efficiency programs. So what do you think the problem is? Is it that the, the um, utilities are saying it's too expensive? Or um, is it the um, those you know efficient light bulb haters are in there? <laughs> what, what's happening? Well, iro yeah, ironically, uh, the utility was looking to expand the uh -huh. efficiency programs. Okay. So you know, from from that standpoint, and you know, there may be times when uh, our views don't you know, line up exactly with the utility. But in this particular instance, the utility was looking to expand programs and. Uh, and certainly continue those successful programs, which I've mentioned in terms of uh, the residential lighting, the LED uh, buy-down to make LEDs more cost-effective for consumers uh, such as I, uh, for, such as me, and uh, also uh, high-efficiency pool pumps. And uh, another program was up on the chopping block, and a very popular, successful program was the efficiency program that helps our schools. 
Mm. And uh, fortunately, at least in you know, salvaging uh, something out of that uh, Public Utility Commission decision, they uh, uh, voted to maintain the school programs for at least a year. But that was another really bad signal and a very bad um, uh, trend that we saw. So in terms of why the Public Utility Commission is going in the wrong, wrong direction, and you know some of the, the, the context could be penny-wise, pound-foolish, that we're taking a look at reducing the very nominal charge on consumers' energy bills that uh, fund these programs, and then missing the bigger picture and the, you know, the, the pound savings that can be achieved with lower bills by having efficiency programs in place. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you know, kind of the, the general Seneca encapsulation of the issue, penny-wise, pound-foolish. But beyond that, I think that there's some policy questions. I, I, you know, the public utility commissioners are very smart people, and uh, believe that they're doing, you know, what's uh, what they're uh, charged with doing, but the framework that they operate under, I think, could be improved. Uh, certainly, right now, uh, the Public Utility Commission evaluates efficiency uh, under the total resource cost test, mm-hmm. and our nearby state of Utah uses utilizes or uses the utility cost test, which brings efficiency more to a level playing field with supply-side options. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, uh, you know, it's kind of the framework that the PUCN makes these decisions in that could be improved. And maybe we would get uh, better decisions for efficiency programs if we were using the utility cost test, as does the state of Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting to me, at least, that Rocky Mountain Power, which serves uh, Salt Lake City and a lot of the state of Utah, is also owned by uh, Berkshire Hathaway and Warren Buffett. So that's the same uh, ownership as um, has MD Energy in their uh, group of sister companies. So you've got two utilities in two western states, both of which are very conservative, but in Utah they're using the utility cost test, and uh, lo and behold, uh, Rocky Mountain Power has more efficiency programs for their consumers and is achieving higher energy savings. Mm-hmm. So looking at the policies that the Public Utility Commission operates under, I think is a very interesting discussion, and one with, uh, or one that we've uh, begun to have with uh, some of the leadership at the state legislature. Uh, the other uh, opportunity, I think, for improving uh, the policy framework that we operate under is uh, going to utility decoupling. Right now, uh, you know, kind of, and really trying to motivate the utility or to remove a disincentive to efficiency programs, that's something that uh, hopefully the legislature in the next session would uh, look at. Um, Public utility uh, commissioners have examined uh, their authority to go to decoupling, and uh, the commissioner who had that in his docket determined that they don't have legislative authority to pursue decoupling. So that's an area that we would like to uh, examine with the legislature and hopefully give the PUCN the, uh, you know, the tool and their toolkit of having decoupling as another policy option. Mm-hmm. Now, is there, so in this case, it's not a political thing. It's really that um, the, 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 the guidelines are not up to date or in place that are needed to have them um, do more for energy efficiency. 
Well, that I can, in terms of uh, politics being removed uh, from the Public Utility Commission process, I think that's very true. I mean, they are set up, they're appointed by the governor uh, to uh, basically review the utility resource uh, planning process and uh, to approve or disapprove. And so from that standpoint, it's uh, uh, the, the three commissioners, and they're looking at these programs under a set of guidelines um, and that's where I think that the guidelines could be changed so that the total resource cost test is not uh, adding in every cost as possible to efficiency programs and then, unfortunately, ignoring every single benefit that is derived from efficiency programs. So in Nevada, when we implement efficiency programs, we're not just making efficiency uh, a, a better option, but we're also creating jobs and we're also reducing carbon and we're also saving water all those positive externalities don't get lumped into the equation mm-hmm. on, on, on the side or onto the uh, scale uh, on, the, you know, on the side of efficiency. Mm-hmm. So that's unfortunate. So that's the utility cost test would be a much more fair way of evaluating efficiency just strictly on a utility basis and in their integrated resource plan. And we think that that would produce better results. Certainly there's other policy opportunities, but those are not yet currently in place and would be something that we hope to see that uh, the Nevada legislature would take up as part of the uh, next 2017 session. We meet every two years, so we're having some conversations in 2016 with legislators and hope to see a change in policy coming out in 2017. Great. Well, thanks so much. Um, very helpful. Can you just say one more thing? I'm assuming that the, the test that you want to use includes those uh, environmental externalities. Well, um, to go with that, then it would be, so it, it actually doesn't. It, it really just looks at cost to cost. Um, if we were going to counterbalance the, the total resource cost test to a test that uses all, then we'd be looking at the societal benefit test. So I, and this is where it gets kind of arcane to um, you know, the general public and myself included. Uh, really, the utility cost test really compares apples to apples on mm-hmm. the cost side. Um, the, the, the challenge becomes on incorporating the positive externalities in a societal um, cost test, which you know, then evaluates the, the benefits, too, is how much is you know, the, the, the arguments become, well, how much is um, the dollar value that we should attribute to carbon reduction. Right. And then you start getting into a lot of debates and so forth. But So I think that just the cost-to-cost basis and the utility cost test kind of simplifies it, makes it much more fair, gives efficiency, the opportunity to compete on a level playing field. Um, although the other test, I think, uh, has a lot of merit, um, I think that uh, the utility cost test is just the, the simpler, uh, easier way to, to go about it. And then also, again, just looking as, uh, you know, within the Western states, uh, having an example of where a test is working well and producing good results, I think that has value too because um, it, it, it could speed up the process of adopting a better test here in the state of Nevada. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate what you're doing, getting the word out, and uh, thanks for uh, the opportunity of being on your show. Be sure to pick up our free newsletter at energyefficiencymarkets.com to get an early jump in prospects and trends from some of the most experienced reporters in the business. That's energyefficiencymarkets.com.